Welcome to the first in the series for the podcast for Lent entitled Meditate on the Way, Living the Word. My name is Leo Hare. I am a member of the Mary Magdala Lexio community here in the Neury Lexio Centre. In Christianity, Lexio Divina, Latin for sacred reading, is a traditional practice of scriptural reading, meditation and prayer, intended to promote relationship with God and to increase our appreciation for God's word. It does not treat scripture as text to be studied, but as the living word making sense in our lives today. It may be helpful to summarise the Lexio journey for the Gospel in the following steps. First we read. Reading includes placing this text historically. Who was involved and what happened? Secondly, meditating. Where we allow the passage to remind us of similar events and encounters from our own life experiences in which we have come to see the same movements of grace reproduced or living again today. In that recognition, we meet God alive and at work today as in the past. The good news has the power to strengthen, inspire, motivate and give us life. Having recognised the passage alive today, Spontaneously, we are moved to a prayer of thanksgiving or repentance or petition or all three expressed in our own words, combined with the words of the passage. Our life experience is enriched and as the prayer deepens and the presence of God takes over, we journey to a contemplative moment a deep moment of resting in God's presence and work, which we have already encountered in the passage and in the living experience today. We sit trusting in his presence, letting his light penetrate our hearts. In the wisdom moment, we ask ourselves, what have we learned from our journey with the passage? What new insights and understanding into life and God? Like a now I see it moment. When we see them, we hold them gratefully and joyfully in prayer, savouring and delighting in them and trusting that in God's own time and in his own way, they will lead to action. The church's tradition of this first Sunday of Lent is to offer us an account of Jesus's temptation in the wilderness. As this is Matthew's year, we are invited to reflect on Matthew's account. Matthew was writing for a Jewish community based in Syrian territory, a community in exile after the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD. The temple The whole focus of the Jewish worship has been destroyed. 
dislocated from the temple and their homeland, the people could identify with Jesus's desert moment. Matthew's Gospel is all about God with us. The whole Gospel resounds with an appreciation of God's presence in the world. Jesus trusted wholeheartedly, even in the desert moments. For Jesus, the Kingdom of Heaven, or the reign of God, was already breaking into the world. Matthew sees Jesus as the unique, exceptional, unrepeatable embodiment of God's presence. On our Lexio journey, we are invited to see and understand the grace-filled events and happenings in our lives and in our work today as a continuation and new fulfilment of the life and work of Jesus long ago. This passage comes after the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan, where he had a profound experience of God's love, of his Father's love. Jesus is now in wilderness. For the Jewish people, the wilderness has had a huge historical significance. Following their momentous escape from Egypt, they wandered, lost in the desert for 40 years. During this period, they were formed and shaped as the people of God in preparation for entering the Promised Land. Wilderness, therefore, has a place where the Jewish people felt lost There was no roads, no water, no food, no shelter. Probably quite similar to how the people feel today in Syria and in Turkey. For Jesus and these people, it was a period and an experience of great vulnerability, uncertainty, anxiety and distress. A time when their faith in God was severely tested. After visiting the Holy Land recently, I was struck personally by how vast the desert area was and how there was very little in way of vegetation or life and shelter. It was extremely barren and dry. So in this passage, who was there? Jesus was there at a time of great confusion. The Spirit was there allowing Jesus to experience great human vulnerability and at the same time accompanying him. And finally, the devil, the tempter or Satan, the one who tempts Jesus to stop trusting in God and to put his trust elsewhere, in the comfort of possessions, the power which gives control and the glory of prestige. So before we begin, let us pray. Father in heaven, I can't understand your words sometimes, but with your mercy and guidance, I acknowledge my weaknesses so your power can reach me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach and guide me to the truth. In the name of the Father and of the Son, 
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Reading and listening to the Bible in this way allows us to learn and believe that scripture is not a static text. It is alive and living today. In this Lenten series, as we begin and lean into listening for God, God can be heard and experienced in this living, breathing ancient book we call the Bible. Even when we read passages we have not read before, we will hear it in a different way. Because as people, we are living through change and being changed on a daily basis. We are in a different place than when we were the last time. And even in the last time we read this passage. Life is filled with change, but includes hope. God's invitation in this passage is to let ourselves be changed in our mind, heart, soul and spirit, so we can be refreshed and renewed. So let's begin. Please take a comfortable seat and get comfortable in your seat. Connect with your breath. Roll your shoulders back and become present. The first step in Lexio, as mentioned, is reading. So, staying in this place, connected with your breath, attentive, our first time reading is to just hear the text. No agenda. I invite you to listen with your eyes closed if that's comfortable for you. So the Gospel for the First Lent is Matthew 4, 1 to 11. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, after which he was very hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, let these stones be turned into loaves. But he replied, Scripture says, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. The devil then took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple. If you were the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For scripture says, he will put you in his angel's charge and they will support you on their hands in case you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Scripture also says, you must not put the Lord your God to the test. Next, taking him to the high mountain, the devil showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. I will give you all these, he said, if you fall at my feet and worship me. Then Jesus replies, be off Satan. For scripture says, You must worship the Lord your God and serve him alone. 
the devil left him and the angels appeared and looked after him. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. From life experience, can you identify moments when you saw someone you love going through a time of wilderness? Perhaps you were unable to do anything except to reassure them of your presence and your love. From life experience, can you recognize wilderness in your own life? or in the life of someone close to you. When you felt lost and frightened and you were strongly tempted to lose faith in God. You had a diagnosis of a serious illness. There was a death of someone close to you. You experienced rejection, depression, shame or regret. You experienced human poverty, vulnerability and suffering. Or there were scandals in the church. Can you remember the painful struggle to keep faith in God's love, even in God's existence? Who are the angels, friends, spouses, family or community? who eventually appeared and looked after you and helped you through it. Can you identify with the temptation, turn the stones into bread, to numb or block out the pain by taking refuge in alcohol, drugs, overeating, sexual gratification, or any other solace. Remember the struggle to stay and face the pain. What was it that eventually offered you a way out? Can you remember the experience of being tempted to put God to the test, of trying to manipulate God in prayer? Do this for me and I'll follow you from here on in. Or looking to God for some spectacular sign as a guarantee of his presence and love. Perhaps you can remember journeying to a much deeper kind of prayer of just leaving yourself in God's hands. Trusting that he will come in his own time and in his own way. From life experience, can you remember the temptation to look to possessions, power, status, pleasure for fulfillment in life, and you were even ready to pursue these at any price? Remember what brought you back to a place of trust in God and his promises. From life experience, can you remember now with regret a time when your words or actions, for example, may have led to a negative or harmful influence on others. 
and from life experience, can you remember a time when your presence, care and support made a real positive difference to someone going through a time of wilderness? I want to thank you, Father, for the time spent in wilderness, even though it was very painful. Looking back now, I can see how I have grown through it and I am a better person because of it. More trusting in you and in your love. Thank you too for the angels who looked after me during that troubled time. Lord, I am sorry for the times when I seriously doubted you or your love and looked elsewhere for meaning and purpose in life when I turned the stones into bread, put your love to the test and became enamoured of the kingdoms and of their pleasure, I found it hard to say, be off Satan. Lord, help me to recognise and to be sensitive to those who are going through the time of wilderness and to draw close to them in a spirit of humility and understanding. By my care and compassion, let the angels who looked after him, let me reassure them of your presence and your love. Thank you that there are so many ways in which you do the work in me and in us. And thank you for the practice of paying attention that draws us back to you, hearing how your story is unfolding in our story, hearing our story in scripture and in the words shared with each other. It is truly spectacular to experience you in this way. Amen.